Hello, founders and friends. We're taking a little break for some rest and relaxation over the summer, and I hope you're having a break too. In the meantime, we're sharing with you some of the highlights from our favorite conversations with startup founders in 2022. Today, we're revisiting my conversation with James Bezadie, the CEO and co-founder of Kintel. Kintel is a digital platform that connects subject matter experts and learners across any topic for a video learning session. You've raised a significant amount of money using SAFEs, which is simple agreements for future equity. Why did you choose SAFEs instead of, say, traditional equity or debt? There are a lot of reasons why SAFE is better than those. I give a few analogies of each of these with a real-world example. Think about uh, fundraising as a goal of getting from A to B, because with those funds, you would fund your company and the fund would enable your company to achieve a lot more things with those money. Now, going from A to B can be achieved with a bicycle. So I say debt financing is something like a bicycle in the startup stage. Like There is also debt financing in the much later stage that you can go and raise, uh, I don't know, hundreds of millions of dollars in debt financing, which is no longer it's a bicycle. But in the early days, you can max out your credit card and do those things, uh, which would be debt financing. But bicycle is quite dangerous for initial stage of a company. You could hit a bus and you break your neck and you die. And also it's very slow. Because with debt financing, you can't raise much. That That's the challenges with that. Because you have to take into account that as a startup, you don't have the traction. You don't have those metrics. Nobody believes you, right? Of course, you as the founder, you believe that vision and you're willing to quit your job and everything to do it. But the whole world is like, what exactly have you smoked again? <laughs> and they don't believe you. Then the next option is to go on a convertible note which is sitting somewhere between equity and debt. And I can call that a motorbike. So it goes a lot faster. It has some better security measures there. You can have a helmet that protects your head in case you hit a bus. And still, it's a two-wheel vehicle, so you could still lose your balance and uh, fall off and uh, have serious injury. And the challenge with convertible note is that essentially it's debt and at the time of traction when there is a price round the investor could choose to collect that debt or convert it into equity and shares in the company and then there is some interest rate that would uh, accrue because of the time that that investor has waited for that traction to happen and also you may give some discount to the investor now the problem with the motorbike that could get really, really scary and you could go and hit a car from the back and break your neck again, is you calculate that discount incorrectly. So in your head, you're like, oh, I'm giving 10%, 20%. 10% is a small number. It's okay. Not a big deal. And then when the price round comes, you're like, ooh, I have already given away 50% of the company for like half a meal. You have to be very careful with that approach. Now we go to the next stage, which is a safe or simple agreement for future equity that I call this a Tesla compared to a motorbike, that it doesn't have a combustion engine. It just runs on a battery and some motors. So it is a lot simpler uh, in terms of the design and safer because it has four wheels instead of two wheels. And the way 
that I see that convertible note versus safe, safe is safer, is because safe is an equity partnership. So that investor, you're not in debt as a company, you're partnering with someone. If you win, they win. If you lose, they lose. So they agree that this is a partnership. And in this regard, it's a better vehicle. It has similar provisions as convertible notes. So it's like a evolution of these vehicles over time. They initially, like there is a good book, the story of the shoe dog, maybe. I forgot the exact name, the story of Nike. Nike. And when you read that story, you see that, man, back then there was no venture capital. There was no equity and it was tough. And the accountant was telling him that, well, like debt is debt and you can't raise more than this. And these days it's a lot easier. So things have moved along a very far distance since those days. So there is the bicycle, there is the motorbike, there is the Tesla, and then there is the government grants, which is another analogy for government grants. You can think of it as hitchhiking on a highway. You can get on a car and it's nice and it's free ride and there is no expectation of returning the money or they don't ask for equity stake in your company. It's just a free ride. But the problem with government grants is that you may be hanging there for three hours and no car passes by or a lot of cars passes by and they don't pick you up. So that's the challenge with government grants. And then you also have price round, which is the ultimate mechanism for fundraising. But the challenge with the price round is that it's a shuttle bus. It has its own timetable which means that you can't just go and raise a price round whenever you want. You have to make sure the timing is right. And then there is another challenge with shuttle bus that you need to get a whole lot of people on it before the bus starts moving. They wouldn't move the bus just because you came on the bus and say, let's go. And they're like, no, 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 no. (laughs) We're not going to move. Let's negotiate all these 256 terms. (laughs) And... It could be very dangerous. Again, it's very safe, right? It has four wheels. It's not like the bicycle or motorbike. It has a door that closes and you won't fall off the window or anything. There is a seatbelt and all of that. But the danger is that you may lose time. Maybe you have an important meeting. You need to get there from A to B, but then the bus doesn't move because not all the people have come on board, which is all those investors that have to agree on the valuation of the company. Did you consider doing traditional equity round or was the decision deliberate always to go out with SAFE? No, the reason we went with SAFE was because we were conscious of time. So that's one thing. Second is traditional rounds. There was a point in the negotiation with the round that we did last year that one of the investors proposed that why not we just do a conventional round? And the consideration was that if we want to do that at that point in time, it, we also had to convert all the previous saves. So you have to keep in mind that just for the knowledge of the, again, first time founders that don't know what safe was convertible note, the way that safe works is that the company is not issuing anyone shares. It's a promise. It's a simple agreement for future equity that in the future, we are going to issue all these shares. And... At the moment, we don't issue any shares. Now, the advantage of this is that you can close each investor individually, separately, and move on very quickly. Whereas with the price round, you have to agree on the valuation with all of those investors that are going to come on the bus to get the round closed and move on. 
And whenever that price round happens, all of these past saves have to convert and each of those investors will get their shares. So that's the challenge. So therefore, I recommend doing a traditional round, a price round, when number one, the founders are not in a time poor situation, the timing should be right. And two, the amount of raise should be significant enough to cover the costs of doing a price round. And how did you find the reaction from the prospective investors in terms of choosing to use a safe? Were they comfortable with it or did you have to educate them? Oh, yeah, the education definitely was there. The original document that is on the YC website is referring to some American terms, which is a little bit of American language, such as stock, capital stock, and those sort of terms. We have to change those words and we highlight them clearly in yellow for, for our investors to know exactly what has been changed compared to the original version. And in this way, we're very transparent that we're not doing anything dodgy here. James, what's one thing you can share with founders who are thinking about raising capital or embarking on the capital raising journey? There will be investors out there that will see the point of your story and they will believe in you and they will give you money. Back in the days when we were trying to raise safe and we have to educate uh, the investors what's safe and how it's different to convertible note or price round. But these days it's, it's commonly accepted. So that was that was a right decision at the time, but it was something that you could easily say that, well, the investors don't like it and maybe I should go with what they like. Whereas our approach was that, no, 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 we move on. If they don't like it, they don't like it. This is fine. It's their, we respect their choice, but we, sh- we should do it. What's right for the company? You've been listening to The Raise, a show that takes you deeper into founder stories about capital raising. Check out our show notes for all the contact details for James and Kintel. If you'd like to learn how to raise capital like a guru, check out one of our free capital raising downloads, like our Safes versus Convertible Notes cheat sheet. Head to termsheet.guru. That's T-E-R-M-S-H-E-E-T dot G-U-R-U. This podcast is brought to you by Termsheet Guru. Raise capital successfully and faster with Termsheet Guru so your startup can make an impact. To make sure you don't miss an episode of The Raise, be sure to subscribe or follow the show wherever you get your favourite podcasts. And while you're there, share the love and leave us a five-star review. It really helps us spread these amazing founder stories far and wide. I'm Mylin Dang, and we'll be back next episode with more highlights from our 2022 season of conversations with awesome startup founders.